Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Okay, everybody, I am so excited for our guest today. I, I'm like beaming with excitement. I know, excitement I love a giddy joy. Becca. This is like, this <laughs> is rare. I'm rarely so giddy good. like this yeah. and I'm so excited. But we have Jenna Kutcher scrubbing in today. So please welcome her. I, I mean, feel like I need like gloves and like a <laughs> N95 mask on to be on this show, but then the sound quality would go real down. I know. You know, we used to do like these bits where we would put on scrubs and all the gear, gear and then before. all of a sudden we were fully in the pandemic and <laughs> not ironically wearing those things. Yeah. So. <laughs> Thank you so much for scrubbing in. I We have been encouraged to pitch guests for the show like more recently. And Tanya always has like a laundry list of people. And we've been talking to a lot. And I reached out to our producer the, the other day when I was looking at your Instagram. And I was like, can we please, this is my first mm-hmm. official pitch. Can we please reach out to Jenna and get her on the show? Because you represent so much of what our podcast, what we hope it does for people. So I'm really happy to be chatting with you today. I said yes so fast <laughs> because I listened to your show. So like when things go full circle like that, it's like the best. I was listening to Caitlin's episode on manifesting and I was like, 
I feel like the fact that like I get to be on this show is like straight up manifesting in action. Really? Oh my gosh. And it's so like, don't you feel, even when she was talking about like all these crazy things where she, I mean, I don't sleep with like a mirror ball in my hand. Like she does. That's like next level status. But I also feel like there's so many things in life like that, where it's like, oh, this makes sense. This is amazing. So thank you. I feel that way too. And wait, that's a really good idea. Sleeping with a mirror. Well, not the mirror ball, because I don't care about that. But <laughs> do you want to hear something kind of crazy, though? What? Okay, so we'll we'll move switch gears after this, because you just talked about manifesting. But um, so I just had a book come out, and I really wanted to hit the New York Times bestseller list. And that's really hard to do. Like there's, it's a really th- tricky thing. So months and months and months ago, I got this ring engraved. And on the inside of it, it says New York Times bestseller. I have chills. And I didn't tell anyone, even my husband, because it matches my wedding band. So like he didn't know I swapped them. And when I wrote my book, I was pregnant with my second daughter. And someone on my team had said, like, just as the baby's heartbeat is getting stronger, so did your book get stronger throughout the process. And so this is the finger that connects to your heartbeat. And so I was like, I'm just going to wear this ring. And if I don't get it, I'm never telling a soul. And the night that I got the phone call, I was like, babe, babe, check this out. And I like handed him the ring. And he was like, looking, he's like, this isn't your wedding band. And I was like, I got it months ago and I just wanted to stay connected to that goal. And we hit it. Isn't that wild? That is so freaking cool. Isn't that funny? And I was like, I won't tell anyone if it doesn't happen. But like, (laughs) you know, I don't know. It was just like keeping it close to my own heart. Um, But yeah, Tanya's face is so priceless right now. I knew my wheels are turning. My wheels are turning. You have no freaking clue. Like, (laughs) I've never bought myself a birthday present before, but I think I'm going to this year. Here it is. I love Here that. Here it is. Yeah. Jenna, for people who, for whatever reason, don't know what you do, how you do so yeah. much, like how, where do you begin introducing what you do? Because you it's do very so much and you're, you're now a New York Times bestseller, but where did it start? Like so how, crazy. what do you describe yourself as? Yeah. So I'm coming at you from Duluth, Minnesota. So I do not live in a big city and I never have. Um, My whole journey has happened in towns of 10,000 people or less. So shout out to anyone living in a small town. Um, But I am the host of the Gold Digger podcast, which is the number one marketing podcast in the country, which originated in my closet. Um, I literally just recently stopped recording in my closet because of like, oh, I got to get a little more legit for like (laughs) interviews and things. Um, I also teach a lot of business. So when I was 23, I worked in corporate America. I was handed my five-year plan and realized that I didn't know exactly what I wanted, but I knew I didn't want someone to plan my life for me. And so I tried to figure out how to get out of that. And I never planned on being an entrepreneur, but it just was like the vehicle out of what I didn't want. And so I became a wedding photographer, taught myself everything from top to bottom. And within three years had been named the top wedding photographer in Wisconsin. I'd never taken an art class, just was like trying to figure out how to get out of the corporate world and figured out a lot of ways to run businesses. And so that passion really fueled all of the next steps, which was teaching business to other women, um, starting the podcast and then releasing my book, How Are You Really?, Um, which actually isn't a business book at all. I had this huge realization that, you know, I feel like as women coming out of the pandemic, there's just so much need for depth in our lives. Like it feels like we're swimming on the surface and Mm -hmm. 
feel like we are busier now than ever, but we go to bed at night in our mind races and we're like, am I missing the point of life? Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm doing all these things, but I don't know what the point of all this is. And so, yeah, I wrote a book during the pandemic while pregnant and, um, just released it into the world. So I do a lot of things, but I tell my grandpa who doesn't understand it. I say, basically it's like, I teach sermons, but on business <laughs> and it's kind of like a radio show <laughs> that simplifies it. Yeah, I like actually that. Pretty good. Yeah. You know, the Midwest, I'm like, how can we make grandpa understand yeah. what this is? It's amazing. Well, so you when you were, I think when I started following you as photography was like your, that's kind of why I started thing. following you. And yeah. um, I had just actually gone to Hawaii and I shot with Lindsay Roman. Yes. And so soon after that, or right before that, I can't remember, but you, she shot you and your husband and there was this like viral moment. Yes. And can you talk about that? Because it was kind of, it was a conversation that was so important and, and you weren't, I, we see it a lot more now, but it was a conversation yeah. that was so necessary, especially on social media at that time, which only presented like picture perfect aesthetic. And I look back on photos at that time and I had zero pores on my face because I facetuned them so much. So just like com- that conversation, yes. that topic, I would love to hear yes. about. So it was four years ago now. So we have been friends for four years, which is wild. Um, but my husband has a six pack and I don't know any other way to describe it, but hit like health <laughs> and fitness is his passion. Business and entrepreneurship is mine. And, um, we had done these photos in Hawaii and we used to spend a lot of time in Hawaii. And so I was, I was in swimsuits and I am a size 12. I'm not, you know, perfectly toned. And my body had actually been through a lot by that point. Cause I'd had two miscarriages while we were trying to grow our family. And so I felt like my body was just in this constant state of like almost and then not really. And, um, while we were in Hawaii, this girl had messaged me via the old DMS and was like, how did a girl like you manage to land a guy like that? And I remember reading it and I was so taken aback because honestly, it felt like she was calling out my deepest insecurity. Like we all have those things where in our brain, we're like, everyone is thinking this, even though no one probably is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when someone speaks that into existence, it is like, for you, it feels like the like floodlight came on and you're like, and everyone thinks that. So why mm-hmm. not, why not just say something? And so I sat with it for a few days and then, um, I had these pictures of us in our bathing suits and I was like, you know what, I'm going to clap back at this because I was like, how did he land a a girl like me should be the question. Um, and so I just like wrote back and I was like, you know, someone slid into my DMS asking me this question. And like, we have been through a decade of life together. We have been through loss. Like he has loved me at every stage of my body and every stage of this life. And like, we are so much more than our bodies. And it was crazy because I posted it and then I was going out for a girl's night and I like dropped my phone in my purse. And like hours later, it was everywhere. Like Yahoo people magazine, like it just blew up. And it was like one of those things where it was like, how is this 
blowing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a blessing and a curse because like going viral, you can't control it, which right. it's just in its nature. It's like, wow, this is really wild. And then it's also like, nobody tells you what to do when this <laughs> happens. Um, and what people didn't know behind the scenes was we were trying to conceive for the third time. And so it was such a tender time mm-hmm. in my life for my body anyways. And so then to have my body on a pedestal and have all these internet strangers commenting on it, was fascinating, um, but also a blessing in disguise because it brought a lot of amazing people into my corner of the internet. I feel like it went viral because it was a conversation that people were so desperate. Like it was, it was something I think specifically at that time, you weren't seeing these real, these real photos or, or like people weren't seeing inside what the DMS looked like for people, you know? And I think it went viral because it was so needed and people were craving to feel seen beyond the perfection that social media presented at that time. Isn't it crazy though, too, if you think about it, how many times in our lives do we see like a stunning woman with like an overweight bald man and nobody says anything about that. But the moment you see like a hot guy with like a different type of girl, you're like, Oh, what is she? She must be rich. Or like, you know what I mean? Like all these things. And it's so funny. Cause I'm like, this stereotype is so funny Backwards. because nobody questions like the fat bald businessmen, how they landed their hot wives. So why are we getting it crossed? It's so weird to me. I mean, don't even get me started on this. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a whole oh. separate podcast on that. Um, right? But I I think I've, I've been always so drawn to you. And I think after that, like it made me want to to stop like over filtering my photos. Like it was just such a yeah. it was such a I don't want to be cliche and say like, oh, it's so inspiring. But it really was such a turning point, I think, mm-hmm. for so many people on social media where it felt like like a being able to like release a breath that we've been holding. Can I tell you something too? Like when it comes, like one of the greatest lessons I learned in that is like the things that we try to keep hidden are the things that we will likely be celebrated the most for. Yeah. And I know, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like that comment of like, I've always just believed in my life that when people see us together, they just think we're mismatched. And so when somebody called that out and like brought it into the light, like I was almost so embarrassed. And I think a lot of times, like with this vulnerability movement, like, it's almost like our coping nature to be like, here's everything that's wrong with me. And I'm going to say that I already know all these things are wrong with me so that you can't weaponize them against me. Yeah. And I think it's like this fascinating thing because you know, for me, it's like some of the things that I'm most insecure about are the things that connect me the most with people Mm -hmm. like cellulite and ingrown Mm -hmm. hairs and like the dumbest, like a body that's had babies and like things like that. And it it's now I'm like at a point where it's like so much more than my body. And it's like so much more about like making other people feel less alone because it's like when we scroll and see these perfect photos, we're like looking at ourselves in the mirror and we're like, how, why do I have pores? And they don't. And it's like, we, our eyes and brains trick us every day into what we think is real. Mm -hmm. And we're missing like what's actually real right in front of us. Mother's day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge, but fear not Macy's gift finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's gift finder is my secret weapon from chic handbags to fabulous fragrances. They've got it all. 
Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's gift finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's gift finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more, like at-home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio exactly that's why 21 seeds infused tequila is a must-have 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit which means the flavors are built in so you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail 21 seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever yes 21 seeds is smooth fresh and tastes incredible and it's not overly sweet it tastes like tequila just infused with real juice Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. I remember I was like so obsessed with this one supermodel filter for a really long time that 
Yeah. I was like, God, it looks so hot with this filter. And I was just using it all the time, remember? And then... Yeah, you were like, I want to get this done. I was like, no. Yeah, I was like, like I got to get this than that. done to my face. That's and then I was like, that's what's really plastic surgeons are doing right now it's, it's like so people will bring bad. in filtered photos and they'll say this is what i want to look like Isn't but then because you just get used to seeing yourself with this supermodel filter so i'm like well i just want to like oh and then i'm like i don't look like that all the time and then you get like yeah. depressed about it it's like really backwards and really weird but i also i remember that and it there was also a moment where she literally goes should i should i get should i like make myself look like should i make my lips and i go you're in my mind. I was like, you're so much prettier than that. Like than that, you know, and, and yes. then it was like, yes, that's how like other people see us. But we we see ourselves in such a negative and like critic we criticize ourselves so much on the things that we think we need to fix. But like, that's not what other people are focused weird? on. It, it's no. so weird. It's so weird. And it's here's something that totally reframed everything for me. So there's this story that didn't make the cut for the book. It was like one of my favorite chapters and we just ended up cutting it at the very end. But, um, so I have a little daughter, she's three and a half now. Her name's Coco, but she was like two at the time. And one morning I went to wake her up and she was like in her little sleep sack and I like unzip it and lean over the crib. And my husband drew is like a neat freak, like that man, a bottle of Windex, like two peas in a pod. <laughs> And I like unzip her little sleep sack and I watch her lick her finger and try to wipe a mole off of her arm, like wipe it off. And she's like, dirt, dirt. And I was like, no, 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 baby. Like, that's not dirt. This is your special spot. Like it makes you special. Like it doesn't need to be gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, profound parenting moment. I'm mom of the year. And she's like pancakes. Like that moment ended so fast. Well, the next morning I go to wake her up and I like unzip her little sleepy sack. And instead of trying to remove it, she kissed it. And then she grabbed my arm and found a little mole on it and kissed it too. And I realized one, like how malleable our brains are. Like when someone tells you like, no, this makes you unique. Like this makes you special. It's like, if somebody that we love can speak that into our lives enough, we'll start to believe it. But two, when we start to accept things about ourselves, it makes it so much easier to accept those types of things in other people. And so it was like so profound to me because I was like, I cannot imagine like if my daughter came up to me and was like, mom, you messed up on me. Like, why am I this way? Like, I am ugly. I'm not perfect. Like to me, she is the most perfect little being in all of the world. But like, whether you believe in God or the universe or whatever, it's like basically every day that we're criticizing ourselves, we're saying like, why did you mess up on me? Mm -hmm. And it's like, when you think about it in that context, it's like really sad because it's like to somebody we are perfect. And like, how do we see ourselves through the eyes of like the people that love us? Like you guys do that for each other. And I think so many people listening are like, I wish I had a Becca or a Tanya in my life to like speak those things over me. It's so true. And I'm sure you can relate. And I'm sure you can also relate, Jenna. But I mean, Haley, my girlfriend, she, I'll have no makeup on and I'm like, oh, my melasma, like, oh, and she's like, you look so beautiful. Like you don't need any makeup. And I'm like, Yes. Why don't I see myself? You know, like, yeah, but I think eventually I've kind of started really. looking at my melasma spots and be like, that's character. That's like, you know, maybe I can see it as cute, you know, like trying yeah. to teach myself that it's to see myself the way that someone it's proof that you've lived thinking. a life and you've been out in the sunshine. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's so funny. It's yeah. so funny because like I um I was doing this exercise. I can't remember what workbook it was in. I think maybe it was in my calling in the one where uh 
I had to look in the mirror naked and like speak kindly over like my body parts and stuff. And so I was doing that. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm never gonna like look in the mirror and be like, I love like, I love my cellulite or like, I love yeah. my love handles. But like, yeah, I don't look at them and 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 hate them. Like, I'm just like, this yes. is me. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? It's like, yes. I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, I love this and I love that, but I love me. And that's yes. part of it. Mm-hmm. So now I don't like hate those things anymore. Like, I don't want to change yes. them. They just, it, it like, it's part of me. Yeah. You're not like, this is my favorite part about me, but right. you're also not like, I need this, this gone. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. who I am. It's funny. There's a part in my book where it talks about like how we as women, it's almost like we try to like separate our minds and our souls from our bodies. Like we almost try to move through life as like our body is like something that's just along the journey and not like actually a part of us. And one of my friends recently experienced a loss and she was just like talking about everything going on. And I was like, like your body is like working with you. Like you guys are one, you're not opponents, you're teammates. And I'm like, sometimes we forget that. Like when we're looking at the things that are not quite right. And mm-hmm. so it's like, it's just so fascinating. It's such a crazy thing. I asked people the other day, like, what was the age that you first became aware of your body? And it was like almost devastating. It was like six, seven, mm-hmm. eight years old. Like when you start to realize like, I have hairy legs or like my body's different than other people. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And it's probably even younger these days. Oh, I, I, Haley and I just had this conversation because she goes, was asking about my insecurities when I was younger. And to be honest, I was so confident when I was in like high school, you know, like I don't have any memories of like, cause I was an athlete. I had all, you know, I, I, my parents never spoke about body and, you know, I just, I was very confident in myself and and I was telling her cuz she was like you never had insecurities and I was like I'm sure I had things that I probably talked about but like I don't have anything where I deeply think about it like hers it during high school was her being gay and being in the closet but um I was I was saying like once I went on the bachelor that's when yeah. my all my insecurities happened and and I had people critiquing things about myself that I had never had insecurities about, about. And I was like, what a horrible like shift that all of a sudden people's critiques of me like brought in something that I had never even dealt with it, you know? And I was saying, thank God I didn't have social media when I was, I mean, I had my say, so that was just about picking the right song. Um, But I mean, the things that the kids are seeing and what they're taking in about themselves and what they should look like is it's it's devastating. But also like it kind of takes away from like life. You know, I feel we were talking earlier or maybe it was the last podcast. And I was saying how seven days a week I would work out for an hour every single day. I wouldn't skip a day. And I think that part of it is like, yes, for me getting exercise is very like very good for like my mental, you know, state. But there was this part of me that I think that I would, I thought if I stopped working out every day, I'm just going to like, gain a lot of weight because Mm -hmm. I was just used to that. And I like to eat, you know, like I'm, I, I like to eat. And so that was, I think how my brain was. And so when I stopped working out on a right, like I, I think I went, when I got my dog, I just didn't work out for like a month and a half. And that's like the longest I've ever gone and nothing happened to me physically. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, and it made me realize I, I not the working out part, but the, the, you know, I wouldn't go out to certain things because I didn't want to eat bad or I would, would not go out because I didn't want to like be drunk or like drink a lot and then be hung over the next day and not go to my workout. And I'm like, that's not what I want to live my life for. Mm-hmm. Like I want my mm-hmm. working out to be 
for my well-being and to like stay healthy, but not to like miss out on life moments and stuff. And I feel I feel so sad when I look back on some things, some choices that I made because I'm like I I missed out on living living. Yes. And you know I'm what? Living. You know what is crazy though, Tanya, about that? I think that's so pure and so honest. And something that I have been thinking about so much lately is like our culture is so obsessed with the what in the house. So like, let's say somebody loses weight or clears up their skin. Everyone's like, what did you do? How did you do it? But nobody asks why. And for most people on their health journey or transformation journey, it's not about the what and the how it's about the why. And like, I realized like this year, like I had my second baby and I had to launch this book and like, I had these big dreams. And so my why for my health was so much stronger than it has ever been. And all these people were asking me like, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? Like, how are you, how is your skin clear now? And all these things. And I was like, nobody's asking me why. And the, why is the only reason why these things are actually happening? Like I want to be vibrant for my book launch. I want to be present as a mom. And it's just so interesting because it's like, we live in this world of like before and after transformations and no one's showing the middle. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, more people would connect to the middle of your journey, but everyone's like walking through life, believing they're the before version. And they're like waiting, 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 waiting to live their life until the after. And it's like, we're missing our freaking lives. It's just crazy. But like, for your point, it's like, if you work out every day, that's great. But what's the why? And it's like, your why was not right. It wasn't healthy. Mm -mm. And so it's like, so fascinating to me, like how we can reframe things, but I'm like, we are asking the wrong questions to people because I think if we really want to get to the heart of things, like my dad was like, Oh, you look like really good. And I was like, all I wanted to do was feel good. Mm -hmm. And like that changed everything for me. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. it's just really interesting to me. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? 
Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio exactly that's why 21 seeds infused tequila is a must-have 21 seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit which means the flavors are built in so you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail 21 seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever yes 21 seeds is smooth fresh and tastes incredible and it's not overly sweet it tastes like tequila just infused with real juice Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. I have so much I want to talk to you about. I'm like panicking about like what my next question is going to be. But um, I was, so you were very um, open about your um, journey of getting pregnant and, and your miscarriages and, and that whole process of like the grieving and the expectation. And um, I just on our last podcast, Haley and I watched her three year old niece over the weekend, like her parents went out of town and we watched them. Pictures. Oh my gosh. I was really questioning everything that I ever thought I wanted in life. Truly. So preach. I, as someone who went through this process of like talking about your journey, um, yeah. I'm so curious having children now, like, and you traveled and did so much before you had kids. Do you ever... Yeah. I'm not going to say long Missed for that life. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. We were just saying how like sometimes in our society and people are being a lot more honest now about it because yeah. I think we've entered a, a phase of like being honest and open is is more relatable. But people um, 
for a long time never talked about missing the old parts and i oh gosh yeah yeah i'm just oh, curious we, about we so here's the thing and i here's i mean this deserves no caveats i love being a mom it is a massive part of my identity i love my children more than anything but i sometimes look at people without children and i'm like damn <laughs> like you can just sleep in. What is that like? You go, you go out and drink it. There's not somebody jumping in bed at five in the morning. And like, there are pieces of that. And I will say that like, for anyone listening, like if, if you desire children and if you are blessed to have them, like they will transform your world in 8 million ways. But like the one consistent theme in motherhood is surrender and the second one is change. Every time I think we've got it figured out, something changes. Every time I think I have a plan, you got to surrender to it. And, you know, for me, like I'm a super ambitious woman. Like mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, just devote my life to my children. I want my children to watch me come fully alive. And I feel like it's a form of child abuse in a sense of like dying to raise your children. Like I want my girls to like, see me pursue my dreams mm -hmm. so that it invites them to do the same. And I feel like women, especially these days, it's kind of like this martyrdom, like motherhood has become this like martyr story, um, for a lot of women who do desire more, who have chosen like so selflessly to stay home or to raise children. Um, but also who have these like deeper desires of like, there's more mm -hmm. that I want to do in my life. And I feel like it's been a really interesting journey for me because like my, I genuinely like pumped the brake pedal when I finally got pregnant with Coco, because in our story of loss, I had to like figure out like, what kind of mom do I want to be? And how do I want to move through motherhood? And I feel like my losses were like my greatest teachers because I was not running a sustainable business. I was working around the clock. I wasn't mm -hmm. taking care of myself. Like there's so many warning lights in my life that I was ignoring um, and so I feel like my season of waiting, like I did not waste it because I was working towards building a business that could support the type of mom that I wanted to be. And, you know, it's really interesting because I'm super fortunate. Like I am so privileged. My husband is, is a stay at home dad. Mm -hmm. So like, it is just like, we are in it together, but it's, it's different. You know, like mm -hmm. when my book came out, like I was on the today show and 20 minutes later, I'm nursing a baby and like up in the middle of the night. And like, there are parts of me where I'm like, this would have been so much easier if mm -hmm. I came by myself, but it is so much richer to share with my family. And so I, I absolutely, my sister is about to have a baby and I'm like, girlfriend, like sleep in, <laughs> like do all these things because all those annoying things that people tell you, you don't know what you don't know. And I think mm -hmm. that's the beauty of it. Um, I like love being a mom because I learn so much. Like I am constantly stretched and, um, I feel like I am challenged at a higher level of like, what do I want the future to be for these kids? Because the world is a crazy place right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's really interesting, but it's double and it's the mental load of motherhood is something that nobody talks about. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even when I'm like fully invested in my work, I'm like, okay, did they eat? Did somebody, are they napping? Do they need milk? Mm -hmm. Is everything okay? And like, I never fully lose that part of it, even when I'm like fully invested in my work. So it feels like I'm just like half in all the time. It's like, we're expected to mother, like we don't have jobs and we're expected to work our jobs. Like we aren't mothers. And I yeah. think that's the problem with society these days. I love that. I think that's really empowering because I also think there's there's like once you commit to being a mom, then the other parts of you disappear or once yeah. you, you know, like 
Well, no, I, I I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day because she was saying, and this is like so such like a superficial way to look at it, but she was saying that um, her entire Instagram page was her kids and she lost like there's no identity. Like there's just you yes. go to the Instagram page and it's just the kids and there's not that you lose your sense of self in a weird way. Like you there's I don't know. And then like you kind of get to this point where you need to still have an identity that's your own. Mm-hmm. Yes. I always see like on the Peloton leaderboard when it's like Mason mommy is like the username. <laughs> and I'm like, but who were you before you were that? Like, you know what I mean? But I think too, it's like Drew and I had this joke because like during COVID we were like driving and uh, we were talking about one of our friends and, and I was like, what do you think she does like outside of motherhood and work? And then I like had this moment where I was like, what do I do outside <laughs> of motherhood and work? And it was like this big challenge of like, who were you before all this? And like, who do you want to be? And something for me that I think has been like so crucial. And I just want to encourage women, like if parenthood and motherhood is on your heart is like, it is okay to hit the brake pedal in career in whatever that looks like. As long as you trust yourself that you know where the gas pedal is, like you can slow down. And like, I have absolutely slowed down over the last four years, but I'm getting ready to like hit the gas pedal Mm -hmm. again. Like I am loving my work again. I am desiring to travel again. Like I have this like fire inside of me that I think my book ignited where I'm like, okay, I have devoted the last four years to literally being there every single night and every single morning. And like, now I'm ready to go again. And I know where the gas pedal is and I know how to press it. And I've got the right support network in my life to not feel guilt over that. And so it's just this thing where I think a lot of women, it's like, you just put your whole life on hold and it's like, no, your life is beginning. It's going to look different, but like you invite your kids into your world. Don't let them become your world. And I think there's a big difference. I also also think it's so huge, like acknowledging that you have a partner who's so like, a partner, not just like yes. someone that you can't you're imagine. With. I bow down to the single parents out there or the parents who like are not involved. I bow down legitimately. Legit. <laughs> just the <gasps> tiny glimpse I got into it this weekend. Like Haley and I were both like, we were such a team. Like, do yeah. we get to decide Thank if God. you know we get to decide yes. if if we want to do that go in that direction, but it was nice that like it felt like if we did that there was that partnership because I think that's that's what gets so hard is like people have children no and then they don't have anyone around them helping out. And I don't think it's realistic for like one person to be able to take that on. So I'm the same. I, I kept thinking about single moms who do this. And my mom who had five Think about kids, all those stories of like people that are successful. And they're like, my mom was a single mom of four kids and like worked three jobs. And I'm like, that woman needs the Nobel peace prize. Literally. Like, I don't know how that's even like, do you know what I mean? No, it kind of like paints those stories. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I, that I just, yeah, I think it, and it, honestly, it's a really big reality, especially right now with the way the world is. And it's like, man, so anyone listening that's in that situation, we would give you a gold medal. if we <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I, to clarify, my, my mom was not a single mom. I was just saying that she had five yes. kids and my dad was super involved, but still I'm just like, wow. Yeah. No, it's gnarly. It's, it's so yeah. gnarly. So it's also wild for women to think about your maternal years though, too, because it's like, if you think about what's a maternal year, trying, we, as in like, how many years are you going to be either pregnant, nursing, or trying Mm. to get pregnant? It's like a big stretch of your life. And I think people don't think about that because 
So like we started trying to get pregnant and then I had one miscarriage, then a full year later, another miscarriage, then a full year later, another pregnancy. Then I had a baby, then I was breastfeeding for a year. Then I had one year off. Then I was pregnant again. Then I'm breastfeeding for a year. That's like seven years of my life devoted to like not having my body be my own. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if women think about that. Tanya's face is telling me. Tanya says she has also not thought about that. (laughs) But thinking about like your mom, Becca, with five oh, children, no, even I, if you nurse for even just a few months, that's like probably over a decade of her life was being in those maternal years based on how you guys are spread out. That's a lot of life, you know? Wow. That's how many years are between the oldest and youngest in your family? So my sister's 35, my oldest sister's 35, and then my youngest sister is 24. Like so, 10 years. so 11 years. Right there, it's 11. Plus, if she breastfed she, she and breastfed had pregnancy. All of us. And like, yeah, I think so all of this went longer than a year. That's like over 13 years of her life when you add on the first pregnancy and the last breastfeeding. So when you think about that, it's kind of bananas what it's women bananas. are able to do. It's Isn't bananas. that crazy? Yeah. No, I try, I've been like, keep asking me if I want more. And I'm like, I love the three-year gap, but if I had three children, that would be like six years of like being in limbo of like pregnant, breastfeeding, waiting, pregnant, breastfeeding, waiting. And I was like, I can't, I can't. I'm done. done. Yeah. You're like, I got two. They have a sibling. It's just like, it is such an, it's such an interesting way to think of it because like I've been thinking about freezing my eggs and I'm like, I just, the thought of those injections, I'm like, I, my body does not do well with hormones. So the thought of having to inject those hormones into me for a month, like I'm going to be a total. We'll take a break from the podcast. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to do it like when I'm not working because I can't imagine working. Yeah, I can't imagine. I was on progesterone. Yeah. And I was like, not myself. And it was like, what what were you? Were you grumpy or were you cranky or were you sad? So here's what was so weird. So it was so with my third pregnancy. So we had the two losses. We did all the hormone tests. I got pregnant with my third pregnancy, which became Coco and I was on progesterone and I was expecting to feel like elated that everything was happening and progesterone actually made me depressed. And I had never been depressed in my entire Mm. life. And I had, I felt so gray, like I I couldn't even describe it. And what's so funny is that, um, or not funny, but Jillian Harris was pregnant with Leo at the same time. And she had posted something about just like, feeling so gray and like nothing sounded good. She didn't feel like herself. And I remember that was like my lifeline because then I was feeling that way. And I was like, okay, this is going to end. But mm-hmm. like, I would just sit there and cry. And I'm like, I'm supposed to be so happy right now. And like, I can't eat anything. Nothing sounds good. I don't feel like myself. Like it was just really weird. And like, I, it was the hormones because the day after I stopped taking them, I felt so much better again. And so it was just like, Thinking about what women go through just even on a monthly basis with our no. periods yeah. is like <laughs> bananas. But pregnancy, holy crap. It's crazy. It's wild. <laughs> I'll be here for head. both of you. No, but like, I'm, I'm like, literally, I've been thinking about it and I was like, I have to do it a month where I'm not, not working as much because I yeah. like literally yeah. don't think I like, you know, I need I mean, to show have up. Have you guys so- ever planned your work around your periods? Have you ever heard about how you can do that? Oh, I've planned ever. I used to plan everything around my period. I don't. I'm like, I will say, I'm really fortunate. My periods are very like, they Normal. they're annoying. Like it's like, yeah. and I get, I can tell like my irritability, but it's always pretty consistent. But 
I know Tanya, like her cramps and stuff. I'm like, I don't know. I would be so. No, but it's not even that. Like it's the different phases of your cycle and like, like, like tapping into like the benefits of them. Like your follicular phase is like that is the period of time where you're just like on it. Like you can really like get done. And so that's when I try and like stockpile all your podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like sorry, I can't show up. I'm ovulating. (laughs) Yeah. And like that ovulation period is when you feel your sexiest. So it's like if you want to schedule, yes. if you have photo shoots or whatever, like or schedule dates. it in that. Or, right, 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 right. That's right. Mm-hmm. I love know. it. Mm-hmm. Good to know. <laughs> I want to talk about your businesses because yeah. I think there's it. so many people who are probably in a position that you were in at 23, you said, when you were in corporate mm-hmm. and probably just doing you know, going through the motions in their five-year plan like they thought, but like itching for something more. Um, so I'm curious, the mint, what's, sorry, switching gears, what's yeah. your sign? Oh, I'm an Aries. Okay. Like, Haley's an Aries. Um, um, I think our birthdays are like a couple days apart. I'm April 8th. She's April 3rd. Okay. Yeah. yeah right like, there. I feel like, okay. Um, I'm just curious, like what was the process of, cause that's, that takes a lot of bravery and also, I mean, just confidence to step into something totally new without having any yeah. like background or experience in it. So just, I, I'm just curious, like how you got from that point who Jenna was at, in that world to yes. having so many businesses and wearing so many hats that you have now. Yeah. So lately I've been thinking about like how annoying it is when you see something that says like, pursue your passion. <laughs> and like, most of us are like, what am I passionate yeah. about again? Um, cause I especially think the pandemic almost brought to light. Like a lot of us just like live to work and, you know, we don't work to live. And, you know, for me, it's been really this journey of like, not always knowing what I'm passionate about, but knowing what I no longer want or what like I will not tolerate anymore. And I don't say that from like a stuffy place. Like I'm a Minnesota nice girl, but like when somebody handed me a five-year plan and was like talking about a promotion, I was like, I don't even want that promotion. Cause I don't like this job. Mm-hmm. And for me nowadays, I think we have like eight revenue streams, um, a multi-million dollar company. And I, work from home with my kids at home. It's kind of a show, but, um, but it's beautiful. Like this is what I wanted. And for me, what I want people to know is like, so right now, and I'm sure you guys know this, but like in the economy, like there's this thing called the great resignation where women are leaving the workforce in droves, like more than ever before women are literally just like putting their foot down and saying like, this doesn't work for us anymore. And and it's no wonder because we've talked about it, like with motherhood and all these other responsibilities, like the way that we have the workforce set up in the U S is just not conducive to the lives that women want. And so it's really fascinating because with the great resignation happening and women leaving, I feel like we're missing a really crucial key to that. And that to me is that you want to, if you want to get out of something, you want to leverage that thing to propel you forward. And what's happening is Wait, say that a again? lot of women are just, like, if you want to get out of something, a lot of women are just like handing in their two weeks notice and they're like, I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. What I think we need to be doing is leveraging that thing to propel us forward. What I mean by that is that when I knew I didn't want that job anymore, I didn't hand in my two weeks notice. I used my paychecks from that job to fund the dream. Like everything I've ever done is started as a side hustle. One for me to experiment enough to figure out, do I actually want to do this thing? But two, to have the safety and security to stay creative. 
Like, I think all of us are very creative humans, but we have become so obsessed in our society with putting deadlines and financial gain ahead of our creativity. And like, for me, like when I wrote my book, I knew that in order to stay creative, I had to do it on my own terms. And so I did the whole book process backwards because anytime a deadline or a paycheck gets involved, my creativity gets washed. Cause I feel like I have to, you know, I owe somebody something Mm -hmm. in order to collect the paycheck. So like for me in that process, it was like, I want to write words that tell not words that sell. Like Mm -hmm. I want to write what I want to write and hand it over and be like, here's my story. And so when I left Target, I had already worked, you know, Target plus building my business on the side for a full year in order to have the safety and security to say, okay, I'm going to make the leap. And part of that is because I'm from the Midwest. Like my parents are like, okay, you're leaving a salary in a 401k. You better have a good plan Mm -hmm. in place. And for me, it was like, I had to think through every step of that. And one of the things that was really helpful for me is I was like, okay, what is the worst case scenario? Like what is the worst thing that can happen? And it was that my photography business would fail and I'd have to go back into the job market I had a degree, I had experience. If that's the worst thing that can happen, I'm going to go for it. Like, Mm -hmm. and so I think a lot of us are like walking around with these fears. And instead of just asking ourselves, like, what would I do if that thing actually happened and creating an action plan that we could rely on? We're just not doing the thing in the first place because the fear is too big. And so it's really interesting because in my book, I kind of walked through, like I've lived 800 lifetimes in a career. I had my photography business. I had a wedding blog, like a Midwest wedding blog. I had a watercolor print shop. I have my podcast. I teach courses. I run Airbnbs. Like I have all these different careers that I've done and tried. And like, I wrote a book now. And I think that one of the things that people forget is that like every single thing that I've embarked into, it's been a side hustle. Mm -hmm. My life hasn't been on the line. I've always protected my safety and security with the thing that is paying me so that I can preserve that creativity to create what's next. And I think we're just in this like all in culture where it's like, I don't like this. I'm going to leave and then I'll figure it out. And it's like, we cannot be creative and we cannot figure things out when we're literally not feeling safe or protected. So I don't know. I just am very passionate about this great resignation because I love that women are putting their foot down, Mm -hmm. but I'm also like, give yourself safety and security because we need those things to really go after what it is that we want. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, the frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift 
just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Tanya, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? Honestly, no, there's not. I swear when my house is clean, I feel motivated to do more like at home workouts or organizing my closet. I just feel more productive, like I'm ready to take on the day. I totally agree. When my kitchen is clean and spotless, it makes things like meal prepping fly by. Clorox Sentiva provides a trusted clean with refreshing scents. Find your home's signature scent. Is it coconut, grapefruit, or lavender? There's a scent for every vibe. Step up your cleaning game. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds infused tequila is a must have. 21 Seeds is an award winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. It's fascinating because that's so simple, like to think about, like, of course, you need to have income to pursue something that you don't have security in. But you're right. Like so many people immediately go, this isn't fueling me. I'm not getting there's no passion in this. I'm going. And here's my two weeks with like no backup plan or no safety net. And I think that's like incredible advice of like leveraging what you're what you have right now, like what you know to be true in pursuit of what, what fuels you. But something else a friend of mine was talking to me about the other day that like really kind of struck me because I've been in a little bit, like I can really be super focused and super driven and just goal oriented. And lately I've been feeling not that. And I was talking to this girlfriend of mine who 
she's an entrepreneur businesswoman and she was saying like she's like crushing it right now she just like bought a storefront she's gonna like expand and do all this stuff and she's kind of going through it and I was like I'm so proud of you and I'm so happy for you and I was just kind of asking her like when did you feel that shift and that change and she goes I got super super clear about what I wanted what I wanted it to look like how I wanted it to look like super, super specific. And she's like, once I got really specific about where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do, everything started kind of falling into place and everything Mm -hmm. became a lot clearer. And I was like, that I think is what's my biggest thing that's holding me back right now is in so many different areas. Like Becca and I would talk about the podcast. Where do we see this podcast in five years? Both of us can't really put our finger on what that is and what it looks like. And I think that's one of the big things that's holding us back. And even in my relationship, like I'm like, even earlier we were talking about having a kid. I'm like, I think I want a kid. I, you know, and and I'm not, I'm not being very clear and like pointed in a certain direction. I feel like that's, what's making me feel so like, blah. But I think though, that's like, uh, I think you do know deep down. And I think maybe you're just not getting quiet enough with yourself. Right. Like am I like the fear, like creep in. Yeah. yeah, Cause I think like it's, Someone, someone asked me something today and they were like, you know, I love what you say about like boundaries. I'm a big boundaries person. And oh, me too. Like, I love like boundaries. how do you know? Oh God, I love boundaries. Um, and she was like, how do you know if you're like saying no, because of your boundaries, or you're just saying no, because you're like afraid of something. And I was like, you already know, you know, let me tell you this really quick story. So I had zero plans to write a book. Like it I, like zero, like I've literally gone on the record on my podcast saying I will never write a book. And it was, um, 2020 August. And it was my husband and I, it was our 10 year wedding anniversary. And we were in a town of 1200 people, like literally two hours away from the nearest target in Northern, Northern, Northern Minnesota. And I booked us these massages and I promise this is this will take us full circle. And, uh, this woman greets me at the door and she's like, hi, my name is Thea. I'm an intuitive healer and I'm going to be doing your massage today. And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means, but like, are you going to read my mind the whole time? Like what's going on? <laughs> um, and so she does my massage and at the end of it, she goes, can I tell you what came up for you today? And I was like, yeah, what came up? Cause I was like, I'm super open-minded. Tell me anything. And she goes, this is all she said to me. And this is what I want to say to you too. She said, there is something you need to do and you already know what it is. And she looks at me and she goes, do you know what I'm talking about? And literally just her saying, there's something you need to do. And you know what it is. It was writing a book. And like, I had not, it was not on my goal list. It was not on my like year annual goals. Like it wasn't on my vision board. And like immediately she said that. And I was like, Frick, it was writing a book. And she's like, all I need you to do is go out and do it. And like that night I like opened up a Google doc and literally just started writing. And I was like, I am Becca. I'm very much like you where I like, I'm a naturally confident person. Like I like have a lot of self-belief and all these things, but like, I literally needed someone to remind me, like there were things in my life that I wasn't doing. And she's like, when I was massaging you, it was almost like you were turning your hips away from the path you're meant to be on. And like, you, I just wanted to hold your hips down and say, stay the course. And it's just so crazy. Cause I'm like, so many of us listening, like there's something you need to do and you already know what it is and you've known it. You've just like buried it or you've ignored it. And so it was just crazy how like all of that was born because it's like, I think a lot of times we feel like we don't know, but we do know we just either don't want to confront it or like, it's scary because it means we're going to actually have to do something about it. If we say what we want, you know, wow. I think that, oh, wow. I have chills because I, I have a lot of thinking to do. I have a lot of thinking to do, but I also have a lot of like confronting what 
I'm avoiding because of fear. Yeah. Because I think, and I don't know if you can relate to this, Jenna, because of the natural confidence that I've always had, doing something that doesn't feel safe and potentially failing because of that makes me immediately like go in the other direction because I'm like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying something new, like trying a new sport. If I'm not immediately good at it, I'm like, I don't like You're that out. sport, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's how I am with like anything career minded because I think, well, if I if I leave something that's safe and I try something that doesn't feel steady for me and I fail, then that's going to be like a blow to my ego and confidence instead of... Would you feel that way if nobody saw it happen? Because here's the thing is like social media is basically like a peer reviewed journal at this point, right? Like we are like putting things out. Like if you, there's this part in my book, let me see if I can find it really quick. And it talks about how, so when I ended up writing this book, I did it without a deal, without anything. I didn't even tell my mom. Um, and I just wrote it and I wrote it just for me. And the importance of that for me was like, I wanted to care about it, even if no one else did. And I think that honestly, we're not that afraid of failing. We're afraid of failing publicly. Like we're afraid of people seeing us fail. And so it's like, what if we, let me just see, there's this part in it where it talks about like how a lot of this work was done in silence. Um, and I think that a lot of times it's like, we want to like show our progress or we want to like show what we're doing so much so that like we miss the point of like doing things just for the sake of doing them or Mm -hmm. trying things just for the sake of trying. And I think that it's like so important. So it's like, um, here, let's see here. Everything that got you here, the good and the, uh, and the yikes propelled you all this way. It all mattered. It all counted in the words of Thea, my massage therapist, we just did a lot of work. And my goodness, look at how far you've come, even when you didn't think you could keep going your work, just like my work in this book will need to be done in silence with no one watching. You'll need to do it in your own way, in your own time. You'll need to do it in a way that feels right. Not just looks right. I cannot promise to give your body a rub down while simultaneously (laughs) revealing the truths hidden deep within you or to send a mouse out to scare you into understanding what you've been, that you've been avoiding the thing that you were put here on this earth to do. But if you've been searching for a sign, this just might be it. And I just feel like sometimes it is like, what is work that like you want to do that you can literally do like in the privacy of your own heart? You know what I mean? Like sometimes that's the real work. I mean, it's even like you getting that engraved on your ring and not telling anybody. It's like, not needing it to it just being yours and it being something that you could hold close yeah question (laughs) just to bring it back to that let's go tanya uh your (laughs) ring finger does that go to your heart do both of them go to your heart yes they do i think it's like the one vein that goes that's why you wear your wedding rings on that yeah so you could do it on your you could do it on this side and i got mine from majuri m-e-j-u-r-i engrave they're sponsoring our podcast there we go maybe they'll sponsor you rings that you can engrave something in it for yourself yeah there we go i love that i'm yeah i'm just like i've i've been inspired by you and after this conversation i i'm just a huge fan and mm-hmm. friend and rooting you. for you. And I am literally about to, well, I don't know if it's sold out in my local Target, but I'm about to go buy your book wherever I yeah, can find it. Yeah, I need it. to buy it too because I'm feeling like I need to really, uh, yeah, I need to, I'm like having the, these internal thoughts of just like asking myself some hard questions. 
Yeah. You know, the whole, like, it was so funny because we didn't name the book until like the very final stages. And I kept describing it to people. And I'm like, it's the difference of like, when someone asks you, like, how are you? And you know, they just want you to say like, good, fine, (laughs) busy. And like, when you're with somebody who truly loves you and holds space for you and they like lean in and they're like, okay, but like cut the crap. How are you really mm-hmm. like, that is what it is. And and someone recently just messaged me the other day and they were like, I am like one chapter in and I'm hearing my voice again. And I was like, that is the goal. Like it is not, it is not a self-help book. It is like a coming back to yourself book. Oh and I feel like in a world that's no. so <laughs> obsessed with like personal development. It's like, we've forgotten the person that's doing the developing. Like we are so obsessed with like, here's how to get from there to here. And it's like, maybe you haven't gotten to where you want to go because you're looking off of somebody else's map, you know, like maybe your compass isn't even aligned. So I'm like, so excited about the book and I, you guys are really going to love it. Like, I'm not just saying that like you very much will, Um, I believe that with every fiber of my being, and I can't wait to like, talk to you. We we need to do like a catch up in like just a month. I want to see the rings on your fingers and be like, (laughs) I know what's going on. But you're not going to know what's inside. I know. know. You'll reveal it when you're ready. And I think when you reveal it, it'll be like, oh yeah, of course this happened. Um, And the final thing I will say is that I feel like in a polarizing world that we're in, especially for like ambitious women like us, I feel like there are two camps and it's very much either like you hustle harder, you grind, you stay up late, you never log off or you manifest your way to your dreams. And like my book and like my philosophy is like where the woo meets the work, like where you get the ring engraved, but you also put in the work Mm -hmm. to make that happen. And I think that a lot of women are like looking to live in that area of gray, but they feel like they have to choose a camp. Like either I just manifest more or I hustle harder. And it's like, no, we are like really driven women these days and we're so ambitious. So it's like, if we get crystal clear on what it is that we want, we also have to be just as willing to like lace up the sneakers and like move towards it, even if it's in a way that isn't impressive to, you know, the internet. And so I think that's like so exciting for me. You're incredible. Yeah. Where, where can people, okay. You have the podcast. They can listen to anywhere. You can listen to podcasts. Yes. Yes. Gold Digger podcast, G-O-A-L, not yeah, gold. Yeah, Gold Digger. Um, <laughs> and then the book is called How Are You Really? And you can get it literally anywhere books are sold. Although Target is very sold out and it's such a full circle thing. I'm like, I used to literally stock these shelves and now I have a book that's selling out on them. It's bananas. <laughs> that's so cool. Um, and you can find me at Jenna Kutcher everywhere else. Instagram, Twitter. I'm very easy to find. So you're wow. the best. Yeah, I can't wait you. to you read your book. Having me. Everyone go follow Jenna, support her, buy the book, listen to the podcast. I'm like follow you right now. <laughs> Tanya Rad, we're in. Um, we love you. Thank you so much for taking time and just proud to know you and call you a friend. Deal. I love you guys. And um, how do you scrub out? Is there a process? <laughs> do people scrub out? We, we haven't like? scrubbed out yet, but maybe you're our first scrubber outer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we need to go wash our hands or something. Yeah, just, uh, Jenna, you're the best. Out. Seriously, thank you so <laughs> much. Love you guys. Have a great night. Thanks, Thanks you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> wow. I got like emotional multiple times. I know. Let's talk. I just what's going, on? what's going on that little head of yours over there? <laughs> well, I just I related so much to so much of it of like we do. I mean, especially in my career is based on what everyone else's like opinion of everything I'm doing. Right. But the thing that would really hit me was like she said, is it the fear of failing or is it the fail of 
the fear, fear of failing publicly. That's it's what like I'm so saying. true. And I never, I only know this life in my recent years, which is public. Yeah. You know? And I just think, I just, I don't know. I, I don't find her, I just love her because it's very real. It's not like woo woo, like quotes. It's just like very much like this is what I did and how I did it and what it looked like. Yeah. And she's been very honest about everything. I just, I love her. So I'm really excited to read her book. And I think we're, I think that's what we needed. Girl, let me tell you. We needed that. I needed that. Let me tell you, I needed that. (laughs) I needed it too. Um, We love you all. We love you. Have a wonderful weekend. Wonderful weekend. We'll be back Monday. We will be back Monday. (laughs) And we love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's better, H-E-L-P.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.